0: Hello, good people. Welcome to The Chris Stefanik Show, the show that helps you find the joy that God made you for in the midst of everyday life. Don't miss us every week as we dive into real issues with real people and answer real questions. God bless you. My brothers and sisters, I love you. Thanks for being with us. I'm going to talk about fatherhood with Father Dave Pavanka, a man who's a spiritual father to many. Thanks so much for being with us. Brother. It's good to see you, man. You're a little busy lately. I uh, tried to, to keep up with you, actually. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it's good to see you again. I'm really grateful that you made time for That's, this. Oh, my gosh. It's a pleasure. And, and I love the topic, and I love that you're diving into this. Father Dave's creating a new program. You made The Wild Goose. He's making a program all about fatherhood and encountering the heart of the father. Um, and <laughs> you hear a drill in the background? This is real life, people. I love that. Go with it. Yeah, we're, good. we're just going with good. it. Right, dive into the heart of the father. What What, what do you say to people... Who talk about discerning priesthood, and, and just say like you know I I'm I'm, I'm not into the priesthood because I feel like I want to be Maybe a father. A father, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we've
1: had people. I, I remember we had a it's called a come and see, and this guy comes and he said, you know, I failed at everything else, and I don't think I'd be a good father, so I want to be a priest. I'm like, dude, <laughs> look to something else, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's really it's really wild. The the call first off, the call to be a father, is it's a spiritual sense, right? Is that that I as a father exhibit some of the same qualities and gifts that you have. It's not like you're a dad and I'm a father as a priest and we don't have anything that's complementary to work together. So, we want priests who actually would be wonderful fathers because especially as I'm getting older, I remember the first time somebody, when I was a young priest, it's like, oh yeah, you're my older brother's age, and now it's like, oh, you're my dad's age. Dude, if I get you're my grandfather's age, you got (laughs) to wrestle with that.
0: But, well, you you know we'll have yeah, yeah. we have the next that's generation right, right. of Stephanics going to Steubenville, yeah, that's right, though. and they're great, your and their is, kids, is I mean, such a yeah. blessing, yeah, She's priest, such yeah. a
1: blessing. But the the call to be a father and to be a father is, uh, it's at the heart of, of kind of an identity. You know, one of the things that that's pretty cool about you, you're a father because you and your wife, you know, maybe biologically are able to have maybe, maybe. so yeah. that makes you a father by the by the physical action. Yeah. Um, I'm a father by my voice, by my word, and, and in some ways there's a cooperation with God that God creates by his voice, just his word creates, the Father Ooh, just creates. Dang, that's yeah, awesome. It is pretty cool. So like, let's think of the Mass, just by my words, that because I stand in person of Christ, by my words that is changed. Yeah. By you and your your wife, you can change reality and change, but... But there's a grace that comes by being a father, as a priestly father, that life comes forth from literally my voice and my words. And that's because, obviously, the the operations of the Holy Spirit It's nothing that that I personally, but the Lord works in that.
0: And I I can sense that in, in the way you do priesthood. That you, you don't just have this idea, this conceptual idea of, of fatherhood, but you're you see yourself as a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, in yeah. Very, honestly in a very encompassing way.
1: This this could take its tangent, but yeah, it's it's really the identity of the priest is that there's obviously an ontological change that mm-hmm. when I become a priest, that that there's a change that takes place. So it's not merely what I do, it's it's who I am. And that's one of the issues we've got going on in culture today, this basic question of of not just who am I, but what am I? Right, what am I? And what am I? I'm a priest. I, I think of Maximilian Colby, right? They stand up and they say, who are you? He says, I'm a Catholic priest. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's my identity. I can't separate myself from Jesus God. Yeah.
0: So, so if, if, if you're that guy discerning priesthood and you're like, I hate women and I can't stand <laughs> kids. <laughs> Please no. do not apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your local yeah, seminary. yeah need not apply.
1: <laughs> yeah. Chick-fil-A might have.
0: It. Chick-fil-A, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure they even yeah, necessarily you're right, you're right, watch it. Right, right. uh, one, one of the great joys of fatherhood is um, is seeing your, your kids come to the Lord. Yeah. I mean, unless yeah. that's, that's your entire fatherhood is bringing kids to the Lord, so it just there's a partnership in this. Yeah. That uh, I, I raise kids that you work with me to bring to the Lord. By the way I'm I'm proud to be one of the kids you helped bring to the well,
1: Lord. Well it's, it's as you were saying that that I was just thinking um, my nephew just loves you. You know so it's, oh, there's just oh, something really cool about you know y- you when you were a student and our relationship and now what the Lord's done yeah. in your life and and I feel like a proud father honestly watching yeah, I what love the Lord's done. You. Yeah watching what he's done.
0: Father Dave did our did our marriage proud Yeah yeah yeah. In, in yeah college, so far as, so good. As a young so priest. we yeah, so we're good. still married yeah, it's that's stuck. That's right. Um I just I I was blown away by this on the Speaking of our kids coming to the Lord, because it's it's amazing you see the amount of grace in them. Sometimes it's like I feel like a schlep as a yeah, dad. Like yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm I am just i do not feel like I'm doing it that well. I'm sure as a priest father, it's like okay, I'm just I'm just trying my yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then to step back and see how our heavenly Father just steps in and we we set the stage. Uh, but I was telling Father Dave this before before we filmed that I was on my way here. I'm having a hectic week. I, I actually. I get an insight into how you've been living the past <laughs> couple of years as yeah. a university president with 500 employees, yeah. and um, and I asked my 13 year old to say a prayer for me on the on the way here. And this is not like a, a deeply contemplative. You just
1: text it. her, or you asked her.
0: No, I asked. She's sitting next um, to me. You're in the walking. Car.
1: Out. Oh, in the car. Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, I, I wrote down the prayer she said. So we're we're driving together. This is a, a, you know in many ways a typical 13 year old going through all the hormonal stuff and yeah, lots yeah. of volatility in the house. I'm like, say a prayer for me. Put your hand on my shoulder. She says this. Lord, take the weight off his shoulders. Let your joy be his strength. Let him know that your breath is his life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stop there. Yeah, yeah. Pull over. (laughs) Let him live in gratitude for the blessings of all he has to do today. Amen. That's phenomenal. (laughs) So he's quit now. Can you just say, I'm done? Mission
1: accomplished. Yes. That must be something, honestly, Chris, that must be something as a father to be able to see that. Like, I know how I feel when my students do just amazing things, but. To see your child do and say something like that must be <laughs> so rewarding.
0: Ca- it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And 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 like I said, i like I feel like I'm just tripping my way through this. Yeah. But you just keep showing up and yeah. keep showing the love and keep being there and, and showing them like my 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 main goal for you is to be holy, even yeah, though I'm yeah, not doing yeah, it well myself yeah, yeah. half the time. And somehow it sticks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's something, Chris. There's something about yeah, just a father and their children and and you know, I've, I've been preaching lately a little bit more on the father and the role of the father, and, and I always want to be sensitive that that's not to the exclusion of the importance of mother. I mean, a mother has a role and she has, maybe I'll do something later on that, but that there, you have a relationship with your children that is so essential and so important. And, and what I, one of the things I'm seeing is, you know, population of, of young people that that's missing, even though their, their father may have actually been in the home there's still something missing, there's a void in their life of a father who sees them, who knows them. I mean, I think obviously you've done that great as a father, but I think we have a culture and generation that longs for that.
0: Yeah, so what? What's is that what spurred on uh, this this initiative? So Father Dave created an incredible program, in case you hadn't seen it, called The Wild Goose on the, on the Holy Spirit, uh, Metanoia on Encountering yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah. and a new program coming out on Encountering the Father. Right. Um, what, what was the main impetus behind that?
1: Well, on one level, it was, as we were discerning and praying what is it that God wanted us to do, it seemed to be a natural next step because yeah. we'd done the Holy Spirit and in that. But probably when we did the Wild Goose, I think one of the episodes that was most popular and people really appreciated was the episode that we did on the Father. Mm. And what I think we did is we tapped into a struggle It's it's interesting, and I shared with you that I think this will probably be the most raw series that we've done, because when you when you start talking about father, um, everybody has a father. I mean, just it's it's a reality, and everybody has an opinion on their father. You know, some of it really beautiful, some of it really really difficult. So when we begin to speak that language of a father, it just opens up so many possibilities that I think are really beautiful, but also a lot of. Possibilities for healing, mm. yeah, and even and there's a there was a way I think sometimes we we focus on, you know, the father that was the total jerk that that walked out or whatever, yeah. um, and that's that's yeah that's some people's story tragically that's some people's story but even under the best of circumstances, that fathers aren't perfect you know that that yes. things happen and things are said and experiences that that take place in one's growing up that. Sometimes the Lord needs to intervene in that and work in that and bring healing. It's not like the person was a terrible father, but that's right. part of the human condition. It,
0: yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I tell my kids that like yeah. there's there's things that are lacking in my fathering of you. Yeah. That you're probably going to be in counseling for in twenty years. They'll come to my office. <laughs> <laughs> I and know you like, know my dad, but yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. I gotta tell him like, could yeah, you yeah. please use a different yeah, last name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, but there's a piece I ha- I can have with that. 'Cause I literally tell them like I, I there's things imperfect in my dad's father and me, but that made me seek my heavenly father. Yeah. And there was things that were so good that I about my dad's father and mm-hmm. me that I give thanks for and I hope you have that same spirit because we could we could tend to turn in on ourselves yeah. uh with the ingratitude. But um, let
1: me just say a word to that. That's yeah. that's incredibly liberating for a father to admit that, to say, mm. you know, I'm doing my best and he, and part of that is repenting. It's part right. of that's continually growing, but that's a
0: liberating experience for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And it's not with the spirit of, you know, hey, I'm imperfect, live with it. It's yeah. Like, no, I, I, I really it. want yeah. to. do yeah. It yeah. Well. yeah. I really want to. and I repent. I go to con- they see me go to confession yeah. for uh-huh. things. Uh, but I uh, but I'm also at peace with being a, a son myself of yeah. my heavenly father needs a redeemer really yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. um, <clears throat> it is amazing that if you, you know, study the, all the statistics connected to fatherhood. A father not being present in a kid's life, or being present but being a negative influence, that increases the chances of a kid being incarcerated, dropping out of school, like pretty much every every yeah
1: yeah every stat. Just go down the line, absolutely.
0: And 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 when people dance around all these societal issues and how are we going to solve them? And like you know, I mean, gun control is going to solve no. It, it, like and, and that's not unimportant, but all this stuff we're diving into, we're missing the root cause no. of almost every problem we're dealing with right now. No, and it's almost politically
1: incorrect to actually say that.
0: Oh, I because mean, Black Lives Matter was is it, in their mission yeah, yeah, statement yeah, yeah, to yeah. dismantle the to nuclear point, family, right, right? Because it says, but praying? but even
1: in that, it's a, it it it's an attack against the father, and the father has a particular role in the family. So if you can right. attack the head, then you create. Yeah, yeah, chaos they, for the rest of the rest of the body, and that's exactly what's taking place. That's it.
0: Yeah, they couldn't have been attacking the fact that a mom gives birth. No. The nuclear family no, isn't yeah, an no, attack on, is, the, on yes, the father yeah. to say I want to dismantle that. Right. We don't we don't need dads. Right. Um, but you see it uh, up close and personal in campus ministry. Absolutely. I mean, what, what? I mean, and you've been at this for a long time. Like I said, he was he was my campus ministry yeah, priest, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you haven't aged. It's the. That's
1: well. That one of the things that is. Fundamentally true. When you lose your hair when you're 12, you look the same. You <laughs> look the same for years. Yeah, yeah. People say yeah, you look the so same. Incredible. Right. Someday like, um,
0: you're gonna go off the cliff, though. It's like you look like you're, like you're 30 <coughs> all your life, and then it's gonna. <laughs> That's gonna be out of the It's come waiting. It's gonna, waiting gonna be for it quick to happen. too. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be an overnight thing. It's like he was right. I can't believe
0: it. <laughs> He's suddenly 90. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, how do you see this with the stuff you're dealing with in campus ministry? This ab- this absence of fatherhood yeah. and and what kids are bringing to campus and that.
1: Well, a couple things. um, A a home, a family, the father is. It provides boundaries. Hmm. So, and boundaries are actually young people want boundaries. They may try to push them, but they want the boundaries. So, if there's not a father in their life that that doesn't provide them boundaries, that doesn't provide them. I mean, obviously, the love and the tenderness and being seen and the being noticed. I love the scripture when it says, "Your heavenly father sees you in secret." That Hmm. that there's something about that the child wants to be seen. Mm. But the po- child also needs to be able to have boundaries and studies after studies have, have been done about that, that the father provides a stability. It provides, yeah I guess just a, a stability yeah. to the home that's so necessary. And the other is that the, the fa- God, ideally, the father begins to present an image of the heavenly Father that is ultimately going to be sustaining in the individual. Mm. And, and if that there, if, again, if, if we can, if you don't have an image of what it is to be Father, if you don't have an image of what it is to be a holy man, then your all your images of God begin to get warped and, and the very image that you have is is lacking because you don't have a father that helps present that to us. There's a line that's really powerful it says that our relationship with the heavenly Father begins with our earthly Father mm. right so Your dad, not perfectly, revealed the Father. My dad, not perfectly, but revealed the Father, uh, and made the Father accessible to me.
0: How how do you begin to heal when you had a really warped image of the Heavenly Father?
1: Yeah, I love the scriptures. The, The scripture says that the Spirit reveals to us the Father. And, and That's one of the things I often pray for is, is that the Holy Spirit would continue to show. The Spirit gives witness to Jesus. I love in the text, it says, the Spirit comes upon us and we cry out. I love that. We don't just think about it, mm, the Spirit comes mm. upon but the Spirit comes upon us and we cry out, mm. Abba, Father. And what I love about that is, is, is again, it's, it's this natural thing with the Spirit of Jesus comes upon us it's interesting, this is in the Romans text. It's, it's not this particular text. We don't cry out Kyrios, we don't cry out Lord, we don't cry out Messiah, we cry out Abba. And there's something oh. beautiful about that. And Abba is obviously Daddy. And one of the, yeah, it's one of the beautiful things is that in Jesus' time, I think it's John five eighteen 18 maybe, the, the scribes and the Pharisees are angry at Jesus because he calls God Father. And that was, just, that was just too much for them. That was a bridge too far for them. But It's radical.
0: I mean, we take this stuff for granted.
1: Th- th- go with that. I mean, that's absolutely right. It's completely radical. Yeah. The, the, the revelation of, and it's a fundamentally Christian revelation. Don't say that everything, all religions is the same. It's a fundamental Christian relationship that God is Father in relationship with us, his yeah. sons and daughters.
0: Yeah, and, and it, really, there's other. I think other faiths have started to appropriate that a little bit. Yeah, and they're kind of stealing some of our best branding, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like like uh, you know, God is love. Like wait, wait, wait that that is a Christian doctrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. one had that idea about God yeah. before. Yeah yeah no absolutely. And, and he's a he's a father who loves us. But I, I, the the healing comes fundamentally from from Holy Spirit. Teach me right. who God is, right, His right, Father. Right, right. Yeah, I think there's a there's a way that you, um, I, and I can see this in your person and the in the way that you pray. Um, it's really inspiring, so thank you for this. But I, I, I was thinking the other day, like in, in movies, that concept of the, there's the fourth wall, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. people are acting and they're on this side of the screen, but every once in a while they look. It's really rare, because yeah. it's hard to do it without without being cheesy, yeah, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. did you see the movie on Mr. Rogers?
1: I did, yeah, I was yeah, yeah, a
0: blubbering yeah. mess for like seven hours <laughs> after that. The movie, i was sorry, gotta see that. That's but weird. there was a moment where like he broke the fourth wall and he looks at the camera and I was like, I'm melting. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, seven MC, again. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> with prayer, we we I think a lot of times we 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 see God. It, this might. I hope this comes out right. But he's he's on the other side of this movie screen, and we're on this side, and we're kind of praying our prayers, and God's over there. Yeah. But to to just break through that fourth wall and be like, no, 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 like, I'm literally in the presence of the Father. Yeah. And asking the Holy Spirit to come. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, how did, that's how did, you've developed but, a prayer that, life like that. That's, but that's at the heart of it. Is is the the God who is not a distant God. That's why I love it's Daddy. It's not just even Father. It's not Sir, but it's Daddy. It says, He, he compares that. The, Paul says is that a spirit of um, adoption, which mm. is is the, that we are sons and daughters, and that God has chosen us, but not a spirit of fear. That not a God who is a master, mm. but a God who is Father and and there's an intimacy and there's a vulnerability to that that's important. But one of the things that at the heart of that is, is that we've gotta to come to understand that God is present in me, that that when I am baptized, the the, the Spirit of God is poured, I love it, again in Romans, it says the Spirit of God is poured forth into my heart. So this this fourth wall, that's a really beautiful image because sometimes when you break through that veil and, mm-hmm. and you see, but then one of the graces of breaking through that veil is you realize that that fourth wall, the, the desire of the spiritual life is to get rid of that wall so that there isn't a separation, that God <laughs> yeah. is actually present. It was actually one of my hopes of, of <laughs> that sounds so weird, my hopes of COVID, as if I've had any <laughs> hopes of COVID. But the, there was an opportunity for us to be able to discover God's presence in our midst because so much of mm. what we do is we go out, right? We go out to church, we go out yeah. to Bible studies, so yeah. but, but that God is present and he's present in our midst. And be able to discover that fundamentally changed our, our spiritual life. Yeah yeah, amazing. yeah yeah that yeah. god dwells in me it's yeah.
0: pretty cool I, I i i had some profound moments within COVID. When, when one of the blessings about being catholic is like you can sit down and strap up and just the ride goes when you're yeah. at mass yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. even if yeah. i'm not thinking it goes yeah, yeah. and dur- during that time of COVID, i i, I had an experience of, of fathering in my family uh the easter vigil yeah like I, I downloaded all the prayers all the readings the, the, when we lit a fire in my backyard that I almost burned the house that's down really it was cool a little though. stupid but it was like it was a huge we took the Christmas tree and so cool. <laughs> dude those things go up
1: that's so cool I'm <laughs> just trying to imagine that yeah.
0: when we were all around and uh and, and praying it and it was like it, 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 I leaned in in that moment to you know spiritual fatherhood in my family yeah I can't just give that to the church to yeah. do yeah uh, I no, have to be doing no.
1: I mean, it goes us back to what we started in the beginning, Chris, and that is that you're the father of your family. You're also the priest. You know yeah. that the domestic church, you are that priest. We are baptized priest, prophet, and king. And for you to play that role is in the same way that I pray. It's obviously sacramentally, but I play that to the mm. church. You play that to your family. And I mean that. That's a whole other topic for another day. But my suspicion is that most men, most fathers, don't understand that. That's a part of the role that the no, Lord has for them. No.
0: And they don't feel equipped for it? No, that's
1: absolutely right. That's, yeah. I think that's the biggest issue. And I think that's one of the things that I, I work a lot with young couples. And one of the things that any man, anybody, I suppose, but this was just particularly with men, is being asked to do something that they don't know what to do and they don't feel equipped to do it. That's mm. a horrible feeling. Mm. And I think that's what we do with young men and families. Mm. To it, work on that.
0: Yeah, seriously. It, it is simple. Like If you know the Father's love for you, Simpl- not easy. No, no, no. It's simple. I mean, it's as simple as, as sitting down and praying, in a ro- leaving your family in a, yeah, in a rosary. Yeah, like, yeah. Just start there. Just right. start with something stupidly right, right, right. simple. Right. I have a scriptural rosary we leave the family in and I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Um, but the, it, it, I, back to that thread of the Holy Spirit shows us the Father, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that living presence, that immediacy of God. Um, who who have been who's maybe one of your biggest spiritual father influences and and, and I know you have a, a lot of mm-hmm. passion the charismatic renewal um, that that I think helped give you that living presence of God that sense of the immediacy yeah, yeah, of God yeah, yeah. I know there's been a lot of ways the charismatic movements morphed over the years sure 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 but that one aspect I think uh, to pluck it out of the movement yeah. I I think it's spilled over into the to many movements within yeah. the church yeah, like absolutely. God is moving in lo- in our lives whether yeah. or not you're in a charismatic renewal group uh, just share a little yeah. of that. Yeah, a
1: couple of them. Obviously, Father Mike Scanlon, who was the pre- uh, president at Francis yeah. University when I was a student, had a great impact on my life. And Did
0: Google images and, and and videos of him preaching.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Father Mike was great, and and Father Mike, as as any good father, saw me and he saw things in me that I wasn't even sure about. So he was been a great blessing in my life. Mm. Another is Bishop Sam Jacobs, whom I'm, I sh- I'm sure you know. Bishop oh, yeah. Sam was the yeah. Bishop of Incredible. Uh, Alexandria, Louisiana, and then Home <clears throat> of Louisiana. Same thing, um, I remember a time that I was at a conference and the next week I was supposed to do all the talks that he gave mm. and I was anxious. And I said, you know, Bishop, there's no way I can do that. Uh, and he said something that was just really impactful on my spiritual life and on my ministry. He said, don't try to be me, just be you. Praise God. You know, just be you. i told my and, kids that. Yeah, and that was such yeah. a great, great freeing, liberating blessing. So, and then, you know, it goes without saying my father, my own father and yeah. the way that he actually, the way he loved my mom and the way he cared for my mom. I mean, that was very clear to us and the way he loved us and, and the, the, the way he worked and worked hard. And I'm sure there's times you just didn't feel like going to work. Yeah, you probably yeah. never experienced anything like that. <laughs> but there was a faithfulness to my dad that was just really, really moving
0: for me. Tell, tell us about your dad's response when your mom was diagnosed with MS.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that was, um, yeah, it was a really moving experience in my whole family. This was a long time ago and there wasn't as much known about MS, but.
0: It was way scarier. I mean, it's scary now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was way scarier then. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. So, but da- Dad said to the family, he said, how we deal with this could be the salvation of our family. And um, That's priestly. Yeah, it that's, is. Let's yeah, take yeah. the sacrifice and offer it. Yeah, that's really beautiful. That's beautiful, Chris. Mm. And, and it really was. And it sounds weird for me to say that my mom's multiple sclerosis was a, a great blessing in my family. She probably doesn't appreciate that, right? <laughs> um, but actually, I know she would because it, it caused us and invited us to be generous, to be loving, uh, to die to ourselves, uh, to look to the other first. Praise God! I mean, all of that was just a great,
0: a great blessing. Praise God. Yeah. How'd your dad show you the, your Heavenly Father? I know you lost your dad recently. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Uh,
1: well, one of the images that, that I consistently go back to is, um, my father was, was a physician in a small Catholic hospital, and it was right next to the school that I went to. And I remember one day I was in the hospital. I just stopped by the, there's a little chapel there. It was maybe three in the afternoon when school gets out. And I was an unbelievably virtuous child, wanted to go pray. I don't know why I stopped by there. Um, but my dad was in the front kneeling down. And there was something about seeing my dad. I mean, as a kid, mm. you. I mean, my dad was just my best friend. But to see him mm. kneeling down praying was just beautiful. To see my dad go in, on retreats himself and go lead retreats Mm. I mean, Dad modeled for me. He modeled for me by his actions, not just by his words, but by his actions. What it was to be a disciple of Jesus.
0: Praise God. Yeah, yeah. my my yeah. dad. My dad had a similar effect on me. Uh, not not a real emotional guy yeah. growing up to me, or you know, there were certain things he fed in me, certain things he didn't. Uh, if I want to really focus on the 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 greatest blessings, and and, uh, and my dad's still living. Hi, Dad. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. He was always there. It was it, there was a way that he was like the Heavenly Father in yeah. that he was. And he still is. He's a, he's a, a source of stability. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember when I bought my first house and I was in my 30s. I'm yeah. like, I, I didn't feel at rest until I called my dad. And that's he was like, so cool. all I needed to hear was, hey, it's okay. It's a good move. No, there's something I got about, you back.
1: about the voice of the Father and recognizing that yeah, voice. Yeah, and that's what yeah. you, you talk about the spiritual life, that, that I've come over the years to recognize that voice. And there's a voice that's calming, mm. that's comforting, that's saying, you're doing okay, you're on the right path
0: you still feel you still feel your dad saying those kinds of things to you
1: yeah 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 in in really different unique ways but yeah
0: i i I almost wonder is it is it the heavenly father or your dad or is it it easy to distinguish the two the two and you feel that wind at your back yeah what a blessing
1: (laughs) it is to to see actually a similarity in the voices because that's not everybody's experience yeah Yeah.
0: i don't know if this will be tangential but i'd be remiss to not ask you to share this story because it's so stinking cool yeah (laughs) tell us about your your dad's uh, experience of adoption and then the family right. in Durango—it's just—it's just so cool. All
1: right, this is yeah, this is this is really kind of wild. So, as you stated, my dad was adopted. Uh, he was born in Denver, actually. Yeah. He was born here in Denver and adopted, and then he ended up going to school, uh, became a doctor, and he goes back and he he practices medicine in Durango, Colorado. Uh, and so it was great, but. It was, it was kind of interesting. He never knew who his father or his mother was, but it wasn't something that he talked a lot about wanting to know. He knew his mother's name, but so that was that. And so actually not that long ago, my uh, niece did a 23 me, and it came back and said, you've got relatives in Colorado, in Durango. So it's like, it's not possible. Well, as, to make a long story short, <laughs> As it turns out, in 1936 uh, is what happened in 1936. If this would have been today, my dad would have been aborted probably. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, y- y- two kids were in high school. Gal got pregnant. They moved her to the big city. She had, you know her baby here. And, and as it turns out, that happened in Durango, Colorado, and my father <laughs> was the child that was conceived in that. So it was the craziest thing, because there was this one guy in my hometown that, that looked like my dad, and we always joked, oh, you look like my dad. <laughs> you As can be my tu- uncle. As it turns out, <laughs> yes, it was. So the crazy thing about it was that literally my dad was, his patients were his brothers, his, you know, they, they shared the same and he father. Kn- he never
0: knew. Never knew. Until right before his in- death. Until
1: right, right, right. In October, he, he actually met some of his family. And But the thing about it was that, that I've just prayed over that, this... This coming actually right before Dad died, who his actual biological father was. Yeah. But in, as I shared with you, Chris, the the last thing my dad said to me uh, before he passed, we were talking about him being able to meet Jesus, mm. and my dad said, um, "And he's going to present me to the Father." Mm. You know, and that's really what my dad is, mm. is is done is is that he raised me because he knew one day I was going to stand before Jesus and Jesus was going to present me to the Father. So. <gasps> yeah and and so my father to learn of his biological father who was also his patient which is just so crazy <laughs> literally eight weeks before he met his wow. his heavenly father is pretty crazy
0: did you get to anoint your dad
1: i did it did it was one of the most beautiful beautiful experiences yeah
0: that 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 would be one of the greatest gifts to a dad to have your son anoint you as
1: a yeah parent. it was really actually it was really really beautiful and and he said to me i was obviously able to be home and he said there, there are prayers for the dying, right? And I said, Yeah. And he goes, Can we pray those together? I'm wow. gonna get emotional, but mm. Yeah, it was just yeah, to be able to be with dad and be with him at that time was just really, really beautiful. I and there was something dad. there was something also. You were fathering too, him. That's that moment, exactly yeah. it. There was something that, that this this change that that he and dad always, dad loved. I mean, the fact that I was a priest. Mom and dad prayed every day of their life that one of their boys would be a priest. Mm. So dad loved that. But there was something that day that I don't know that that he was he was vulnerable, um, he was scared, mm. all that you know, in, in a holy sense, yeah, not, yeah. A, not a terrified natural sense, human yeah, in, stuff. In, in Jesus
0: sense. felt. But yeah. then
1: to be there and walk with him, and, and it was really Praise just the a Lord. great great gift of my life. Yeah.
0: Praise God. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Man. Yeah. Let's yeah. bring this full circle back, circle back to the church. Um, there, there's experiences of of our own earthly fathers where we can gripe at things and give thanks for things. There's experiences of the popes. Yeah, <laughs> we can yeah, yeah, gripe yeah. at things, give thanks for things. It seems like with each pope and the more media coverage they get and more controversy in the church, the more that list yeah. grows. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like our, our Heavenly Father wills that there be an authority structure. Absolutely. And this is one of the things that people, I think, hate about earthly uh, biological fathers is that there, there's a particular... Uh, authority, power, that these, they're not bad words. No, 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 that's right, right that's right. That we should activate and, and rejoice in. And the Pope, just like I have imperfections, for all his imperfections, um, has, has a fatherliness, and you experience this profoundly, uh, and I want you to share yeah, a yeah. story about Iraq and what, what he did there. Well,
1: Chris, I think what you're saying is really important, is, is we can have opinions about the Holy Father, and be that, but he's still our father. You know, that he's still our father, and one of the things that- uh, And if I
0: gripe, I have to gripe as if I'm griping about a father with right. some respect. <laughs> right,
1: and, and that's just it, is yeah. it's that you are a son, and, and he deserves that respect. Over the years, I've heard many people say, you know, my father was a bad father, whatever. Rarely do I hear sons and daughters say, I wasn't a very good son. I wasn't a very good daughter, right? <laughs> well, that's impossible. We blame, we blame <laughs> on him. But yeah, so I had one of the coolest experiences of, and I've had the great blessing, I've probably been in 50 papal audiences. It's yeah. just been great but we're working with a university in Iraq that wants to start a Catholic university and they came to Franciscan University and we said, yeah, I'm all about yeah. that. So uh, the archbishop there invited me to come with the Holy Father's visit. And it was just the coolest thing. There was this one you know, town near where we were called Mosul, Iraq and ISIS went in there and just destroyed just destroyed the city and destroyed the people. they just, what they did was just horrendous. Yeah. They destroyed this one church and this one leader of ISIS you know boldly stands in this church where the altar was and says you know we're going to bring the head of the pope here so when the holy father uh decided to go to iraq and he was mm-hmm. going to go to mosul and he was going to give a talk he actually went back to that <laughs> church and said um yeah the pope's here yeah it was the pope really, brought his own head yeah here. yeah it was pretty and it's crazy. still on my shoulders it was pretty crazy <laughs> but but the again they had a closing mass in the this outdoor stadium uh, in iraq in erbil and when the Holy Father came in, and mm-hmm. this was, a, again, what does a father do as a father sees? This was a population of mm. Christians who no one saw. Mm. And, and for the Holy Father, for their pope to be able to come to them and visit them and see them and be with them and pray with them and worship with them and suffer with them and cry with them, I, again, it was one of the moving, most moving experiences to be with a pope <sighs> that I've ever had. You know the the affection the gratitude that he had and he was being a father to that people mm. and you're right, you know nobody's perfect John Paul wasn't perfect, Benedict wasn't perfect, and Francis isn't perfect
0: no but what what a perfect place to to land yeah that's what fatherhood's about yeah. in all your messiness, walk through the fire, yeah walk through the 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 terrorists in your own life, yeah yeah, and walk through your own imperfections and just show up yeah see your kids be who you are be who you are and and lead them to your heavenly father thanks for thanks for being with us and thanks for being a true uh spiritual father spiritual dad to me and to so many sounds good
1: good, brother peace
0: thanks for being with us guys man wasn't that great listen if you don't want to be happy be sure not to subscribe but if you want a more joyful life The kind of life that God created you for. The kind of life Jesus promised when he said, I came to give you life to the full. Then make sure you hit subscribe and share this channel with everybody you know.